Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Luxury Podcast, your source for all things luxury and travel. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Jeffrey O'Neill on the line, and he's the founder over at Fly Clever. Jeffrey, welcome to the show. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. So uh, excited to get into today's topic, uh, how consumers can maximize and save money on their travels. Who does not want to do that? Um, but before we get into that, let's uh, get a little bit more into what you're doing over at Fly Clever. First, tell us a little bit more about your company, please. So I think uh, that the timing for travel couldn't be worse with all the coronavirus fears. Um, <laughs> people are, are choosing to stay home in the short term, but I think there's there's basically unlimited demand for for discounted travel. We specialize in air tickets only, so business and first class, anywhere in the world. And our special service is actually built around advising people how to optimize frequent flyer currencies. Uh, so all the miles and points that you collectively earn through spending money on your credit cards, we teach you the best ways to optimize the highest ROI when you want to redeem those for travel products and services. Anything from airline tickets to hotels to car transfers, even to just outright activities, which you can convert your points into a, into a cash value. What are I mean? What are the differences in these? Because I don't I don't think I know. I think there's a lot of people listening right now that have a lot of points and they don't spend much time on it, and um, and because of that, they don't know how what the differences are in terms of like actual effect they can have. What are some of the differences or some of the good stories you've heard in your in your business? Well, I think the hardest thing for people to understand is even if you have the points, finding the availability, uh, what seats are available for you to redeem your points on is really quite a challenge. So we actually started there about seven years ago where we actually built a search engine, very similar to how you would use Kayak or Expedia to search for a standard cash ticket. We can do a search for all of the available parameters uh, with the given miles that you have. Uh, so we can actually find an answer of what seats are available on which flights in about 20 minutes. And it would take an average person a couple hours going from site to site to site. So availability is obviously the most important thing. So once it's available, then you want to figure out how much it costs in miles or points. So I think the average consumer doesn't realize they actually have more value with the points they have, but they just don't know how to combine them into the right programs in order to redeem them. Uh, so I'll just give an example. Let's say that you're a credit card holder with an Amex Platinum or a Chase, Chase Reserve card. They say these are very common premium credit cards. Um, when you when you spend money, all of those points are are kind of housed in a holding account with Chase. And Chase or, and, and Amex, they have transfer partners, airline and hotel partners. And there are certain ways to optimize which transfer partners to send those points to to get the best deal. And the best deal, I mean the best deal in terms of miles or points from a cost standpoint. Um, so we find that there's a lot of cool arbitrage opportunities where we can tell people, hey, transfer your points here, even though you might not think to transfer to this program because the cost in miles is much less. So you're getting a much better deal. Wow, I love this. And it, it's technical, the back end of these points. I mean, I've seen it, and I have some friends that, like, I have I have two sets of friends. I have one set of friends that, like, really geek out on it. I mean, they're all about it. They can have a two-hour discussion on points any given day of the week. And then I have the other <laughs> side that have these big buckets of points, like, I don't know what to do with it. So it sounds to me like you can help both of them. Well, and 
we as Americans have become programmed that we never spend money without expecting some form of an ROI from our bank cardholder. Um, Chase and Amex make it very clear that based on where you spend and what you buy with your cards, they're going to give you different incentives. If you buy something from a grocery store, you might get five points per dollar. You might buy, you might buy something at, a, at an airline or a hotel and get three points per dollar, for example. So there's lots of good ways to, to accrue miles. But when it comes time to redeem them, it's, it's actually quite a challenging and very frustrating process. And the airlines do this intentionally. So we like to be sort of an advocate for the consumer in this sense by helping them find the absolute best way to redeem these points. And one of the coolest things that I've ever seen someone do is at the very beginning of the year, they planned out their entire travel, all the trips they had to take with, with their family. And they realized, okay, in order to do this, I want to fly business class. And so we backtracked and found how many points they needed to have to collectively cover the cost of those air tickets. And then they targeted spend money on their credit cards for the first three months of the year to get all the bonus points to then have the points they need to redeem for the flights. And so I think people, if you have that kind of mindset, you can really offset almost your entire travel budget for the entire year with the points that you have just from, from your, most of your everyday spend. Man, that's amazing. Um, what kind of feedback have you heard from, your, from, your, from the users of, of, of um, Fly Clever? What kind of feedback have you heard? I'm just curious. The best feedback I've ever heard was, you're, you're kind of this magician. And I don't really want to know <laughs> how you do it, <laughs> but I equate it to laws and sausage. Nobody really wants to know how they're done or how they're made. They just want the end result. So we take all the parameters that an average traveler would have and we say, look, give me the bad, the good, you know, all your, all your flexibility in terms of dates, and when, you, when and where you want to go. We plug it into this formula, and then we come back to you with these magical options and things that you never <laughs> thought your miles or points could do for you. So I think just seeing that, that come to life in the eyes of a, of a cardholder and of a traveler, realizing all this value they didn't know was there is really cool. Man, that's awesome. So, um, so what's, on the, what's on the agenda for Fly Clever in 2020? Tell me a little bit more. So 2020 is a year where I think we're, we're really going to start teaching consumers about the value of the points they currently have. We, we've been servicing a lot of mostly customers who don't have the requisite number of points to redeem for the flights they want. And now we're actually looking at providing more education around, okay, so tell us what you have. What's in your current portfolio? Just like you would, you would measure the value of a stock. And we're going to tell you exactly what those points are worth and what they can do for you to maximize your return on that. And if, you, if people start to treat these currencies or these frequent flyer uh, points and miles as sort of a quasi-stock or sort of an investment, uh, I think the mindset changes. And the reason why is there's, there's no liquidity in this market. All the programs that issue these miles or points, they create the value. They create the supply. Consumers have very little upper hand here. So the points that you do have, we want to maintain a lot of education around what those are worth so you don't make irresponsible redemptions. And I'll give you an example. Let's say you wanted to fly economy class. From, this, is, this is usually a very, very common thing that people do. Last-minute ticket, Los Angeles to New York, it's $400. You know, that's just kind of a criminal price, right? And so they go online, let's say, to Delta United, and they want you know, 45 to 50,000 miles for, for this one-way ticket in economy class. And for the same number of miles, you could actually fly from almost from Europe to, uh, to South Africa 
for the same number of miles. Um, mm. And that's a business class. So if you're really thinking about when to use your miles, I always tell people, and this is a very good figure to have in your head, you always want to get two cents worth of value for every mile. So all you do is figure out what the cost in dollars is, and the price in miles should be 50% of that. And if it's anything more than that, it's a bad redemption. So hold your miles, pay cash, and save those miles for a much more aspirational business or first-class trip you might take with, with a loved one or with a family member where, where luxury could be much more attainable at a much lower price point. Man, that's great advice, and you're right. That's exactly what people do. They get the last-minute ticket. They're like, "Oh, whatever, I'll just do it. It'll be, it'll be free. I'll just use my yeah. miles." And you're like, "You're like, no, they want you to do that. Don't they do got it. so many. They got so many planes going back and forth there. They want you to. That seat wasn't even sold, and now they got your miles. <laughs> All that hard work. <laughs> that's exactly it, and, what happens. And airlines, this is intentional. Consumers mm-hmm. think this is a fluke, but airlines intentionally dynamically price uh, all of their tickets, both with miles and with cash. So it's more or less paired to a floor value of one cent. But you never, ever, ever want to redeem any loyalty currency for one cent value. You at least want to get double, right? You want, to, you want that sort of thrill of getting at least, at least a 1x return on your investment, right? No, that's awesome. and, and, and I think, especially with all this downturn in the stock market, people can feel sort of these, these micro thrills on, uh, on getting highs off, really redeeming points and miles they already have for really fun flights. So, Jeff, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Fly Clever, um, what's the best way for them to get that info? So we have a website, flyclever.com, F-L-Y-C-L-E-V-E-R, just like it sounds. Uh, on there, we have an overview of kind of how it works, what, what services we offer. It's all fee-for-service, anywhere between $100 to $400 based on how many tickets you need, how complex the search is. It takes us about four to five hours to do. We give you multiple, multiple back and forth if you want to make some revisions or change your travel dates. Um, everything's email-based. Um, there's a phone number on there as well, so feel free to reach out anytime. Fantastic. Well, hey, Jeff, um, been awesome having you on the show. Love what you're doing over at Fly Clever. Um, great stuff there. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a review. If you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Luxury, definitely give us a, a, a like there and a subscribe and leave us some comments in the comment section. Love to hear what you're up to and what's going on in your business. And uh, Jeff, thanks again for coming on the show.